Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast to fall asleep to. I'm Jimmy Joe and I'm here to talk about things that are uninteresting and unimportant until you take this train to sleepy town. I usually say unimportant and uninteresting. But I flipped it around today on accident. I've found, especially this summer, I've gotten into a pattern of coming home to record episodes. When I'm not home, I set the air conditioning fairly high, like 85, just so that it doesn't get too crazy hot in my house. It's bad for like the joints and the wood and stuff. But I'll get home to go record and I'll turn the AC to something that makes sense, like 70. And then I'll set up the recording stuff and get ready. And if I'm lucky, the temperature inside the house will have dropped like a degree or two before I start recording, but it's usually still pretty high. Consequently, I keep recording episodes in the heat. Which is to say, I'm getting hot for you. Today I'm recording from my Frogtown Studios. with a cup of tea. And the candle burning. It's red. It's almost done. The wick near the bottom of the glass jar holding the candle. I scheduled a haircut for Sunday, which is the day that this episode will go up. I'm at a new place. My, uh, my first regular barber was at a barber shop in Reno, Nevada, where I'm from, Northwest Reno. He was quite good. And then I sort of stopped seeing him when two of my friends who, uh, 
while two of my friends were simultaneously at different times, but also simultaneously for a bit of it, dating hairstylists. So I was getting my hair cut from them for a while. Those relationships ended. And I still kept getting my hair cut by one of them, but not as regularly. So I started going to a different guy uh, in Reno. I think I've talked about him before, Vinny at the Derby Supply Co. in Reno. Great barber. But I don't live in Reno anymore. So I try to get my hair cut by him whenever I'm in town, but he's usually booked pretty far in advance, and I often don't really know when I'm going to Reno that far in advance. Usually my trips are a little more last minute than that, so it can be tough. But he recommended a shop to me at one point down here in L.A., but it's uh, it was great in my old neighborhood, which was Beverly Grove. The shop's on La Cienega, right there by the Beverly Center. It's great. But now I live in Frogtown, so it's kind of inconvenient to get to that shop. And I work in film and television and commercial production. And often... I get my hair cut on set. Because I often work as a second AD, a second assistant director, and become friends with the hairstylists. I like to get a haircut on set when possible. Usually give the stylist a bottle of their preferred alcohol if they don't uh, want cash for it, which often the alcohol is enough. But I haven't been on set for a while. I've been working post-production. And I'd really like a haircut, and I don't want to have to drive out to basically West Hollywood. It's up pretty far on La Cienega. So I booked an appointment at a shop in Silver Lake, which is my neighborhood. I know I've said I live in Frogtown. I may also have mentioned that my house is technically zoned for Silver Lake, even though it falls in what is considered Elysian Valley, which is Frogtown. My side of the street is Silver Lake, and across the street is Elysian Valley. So I'm going to a neighborhood barbershop. I'm a little nervous going to an unfamiliar barber. 
I'm sure the shop I'm going to is going to be a good shop with quality barbers. I looked it up, and it seems to be well-rated and reviewed. But I have very unique hair, very unique head, head shape, hairline. And I've received many, 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 many bad haircuts in my life. So I'm always a little anxious going to a new barber. But I'm trying to have reasonable expectations, but also a positive attitude. And the hopes that the haircut I get will be just fine. And if it's not, it'll simply be some more time and twice the price my hair fixed across town on La Cienega where I know I can trust them. But that's like a 35 minute drive without traffic. And parking's not great in that area. There's a very specific time during the day when there wouldn't be traffic to get there. At least one way. And frankly, I think it's time that I started getting my hair cut in the neighborhood. I'm sure there are many great barbers around me who can give me a good haircut, and I just need to find the right one. I got an interesting tweet recently. Not to the podcast account. To my personal account. Which is not Jimmy Joe. Feel free to follow me there on Twitter or on Instagram. Also, not Jimmy Joe. I have another Instagram account 
called Mystery Family Photos that I've talked about before on the show. In fact, there was an episode. Episode 44, which was released on July 1st. I think probably the same day I started the account, or somewhere soon. That account, of course, is comprised of photos I found in some old family photo albums. Photos of people, places, things that I don't recognize. For the podcast, you can follow at Podcast Fall Asleep To on Instagram or Facebook. You can email at podcastfallasleepto at gmail.com. A few people have emailed to say hello. Tell me how they like to listen to the show. That's always very nice. I like that very much. Uh, the website with all of the links is podcastfallasleepto.com. It's also where you can donate if you would like to make a donation to help keep the show going or if you have a specific thing you'd like me to talk about. Whether you're advertising or selling something or you just have a certain idea for something you think would be nice to hear me talk about make a donation and so long as your request is not uh, offensive like you know racist or something or something that could get me in trouble legally with like copyright stuff um, I'll do it no refunds And the podcast Twitter account is podcast T fat podcast T F A T. The first letters in to fall asleep to. It is that because podcast fall asleep to is too many characters to be a Twitter username. But I didn't receive this tweet on the podcast Twitter. I received it on my personal Twitter, which again is not Jimmy Joe. I'm going to read it. I did retweet it from the podcast Twitter account. It was a tweet from at Radio Free Fisher. who said, so I just watched a panel discussion on podcast fuck-ups moderated by at Justin McElroy and at Travis McElroy from GDEX 2017, and they recommended podcast to fall asleep to by at not Jimmy Joe. And it was so easy to fall asleep last night thanks to that podcast. Go listen to it. Hashtag Insomniacs. So 
sounds fake. But thank you for the kind words. The kind tweet. uh, At Radio Free Fisher. I'm glad that I could help you fall asleep. Oh, maybe this is not fake. A panel discussion on podcast fuck-ups, moderated by two of the McElroy brothers. Okay, so maybe they, maybe they did mention my podcast. Although this is, it was from 2017. I'm going to Google this real quick. I don't know if it was a typo or if this is from 2017. Well, it looks like this started in, or this expo thing happened in September 2017. Which would have been right after I actually started releasing episodes for this show. Let's see, so if that was true, then they probably would have maximum heard like three or four episodes maybe before talking about it at a convention of podcast fuck-ups, so. Although if they recommended it, I don't know, all this sounds fake. I'm going to Google a little more. Hold on. Okay, so there's a video. Of two of the McElroy brothers talking about their podcast fuck ups at this convention, GDEX 2017. And it's like an hour long, so I'm not going to watch through and see what they said about me. Probably. I might. If you want to watch through and let me know when they talk about me or if they talk about me at all, because I'm not 100% convinced that, uh, was it Radio Free Fisher? 
Yeah, I'm not 100% convinced that Radio Free Fisher is not just pulling my leg here. I don't know what the gain from that sort of thing would be for Radio Free Fisher, but who am I to say? And if you uh, want me to say the name of your social media handle many times in this on the show, again, so long as you're not tweeting stuff like, you know, hate speech or whatever, uh, you can make a donation at podcastfallsleep2.com. Any, any amount, uh, I'll say whatever you want. You know, with those caveats that I already said and no refunds, regardless of whether or not I do what I say I'm going to do. My elbows are cracking. Um, So usually I book some time toward the end of the episode to plug my stuff, social media, email, the website, whatever, but I already did that, so I guess I'll just keep talking for a little bit. Usually I record just, you know, a certain amount beyond the target episode length so that that way when I edit out whatever I end up editing out, I can still hopefully land somewhere around the length that I like to land at. Like 20 to 23 minutes. Uh, I guess I can do the normal podcasty thing of uh, if you uh, like the show, you want to leave a review or a good rating. That I've heard helps people discover the show. I know a podcast that I like to listen to called Read and Weep. Uh, just in this week's episode, they, one of their listeners said that they like to listen to that podcast while they fall asleep because they like the ambient noise, but it's difficult because that podcast is very, very funny. So it keeps them awake. And I, I just thought, boy, their listener might really like what I'm doing here. So I tweeted at them and they did not respond, which is fine. They've been doing that show for a long time, and they've provided me with many, many hours of entertainment for free. So they can do whatever they want. I guess that'll do it. So uh, I'm going to finish recording this episode and turn the air conditioning back on. Also, I know I'm a week late on Crazy Rich Asians, but I'm going to see that either tonight or tomorrow with my girlfriend, and everyone should see it. It's supposed to be really good, and it's important culturally. And also, whichever night, tonight or tomorrow, that I don't see Crazy Rich Asians, I'm planning to see the movie Searching, which is uh, starring John Cho, I believe the first Asian-American-led thriller 
in like American cinema history or some shit like that. It's a movie that I had the pleasure of working on stellar crew and cast and producers and director. And uh, it has a limited it has a limited release this weekend. And then it gets a wide release by the next weekend or the week after. I'm actually going to look it up. computer's being real slow. That shows how much I care, because I've, I've never plugged any movie or TV show that I've worked on on the internet, ever. But I will for this one, because it's important. And it was made by a lot of really good people, and I haven't seen it yet, but I think it's going to be pretty, pretty good. Okay, yeah, so it's uh, playing in select theaters now. Select meaning a couple theaters in New York, in Jersey, here in L.A., down in Orange County, San Francisco and San Jose, and then uh, next weekend on the 31st is when it gets its wide release, so go see that. Uh, it should be very good. Yeah. But don't do that yet, right now. I just need you to close your eyes and let this train take you all the way to Sleepy Town. I'm Jimmy Joe. Until next week. Sweet dreams.